For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome back to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast with me, your host, Jude Dawn. How are you all doing? Now, you'll probably be one of two camps right now. You will either be excited because you've set your goals and you've done the work that um, I delivered in the last two episodes when you're feeling excited and motivated and you've maybe started taking action or you are feeling a little bit low, a little bit frustrated and a little bit demotivated. So for some people, I appreciate that this time of year means not much money in the bank because maybe because you got paid early in December and it's a long time till payday in January and maybe Christmas was really expensive for you. So it could be that that's your situation. It could be that you don't like your job and you're back at work and everything just feels like the same old, same old new year, same old crap and you're just not feeling it. And I do hope that this podcast episode is absolutely going to lift you out of that. Because there's so many things that go on in January. There's the, there is the the thing called the Blue Monday, which remember, guys, I'm sure I've said this before, was invented by a travel company. It's not actually true. Blue Monday is not actually a thing on the 15th of January, which everyone will be talking about. It was invented by Sky Travel or something like that to encourage people to book holidays because they knew people would be feeling a little bit flat. So they called it Blue Mondays. So technically it's a thing, technically it's not a thing because you will be feeling a little bit low because you may not have anything in the diary to look forward to. Now, since my time off over Christmas, let let me fill you in on what I've been doing. So I recorded the podcast episodes before I went on Christmas break and I've had nearly two weeks off like I've been in the odd day over Christmas one day and I've done a tiny bit of work while I've been at home but essentially I've had two weeks off which is huge for me 
I don't think in my whole career I've ever taken two weeks off over Christmas. I just, just didn't, you know, like never needed to from a childcare point of view, but also in my old job had to work in, in working one-to-one with clients. I wanted to make sure that there was only a week's break between sessions and this yeah, it just so happened that where everyone was at, my personal one-to-one clients, it was easier to have the break. There wasn't anyone in dire need of having a session in between the Christmas and New Year. So it's all worked out. It's been weird. I'm not going to lie. It's really weird having the two weeks off. And apologies if you'd love to have two weeks off. And you weren't able to, because I appreciate it's an absolute privilege to be able to do that and to spend some real quality time with my family. And I had loads booked in, like I think I'd said that to you before I broke up that I'd actually booked in a lot and it was lovely, like pantomimes and we went once to the snowman at the Sage with a real live orchestra and we did two light trails. We did a light trail at Anna Gardens, which was gorgeous. We did a light trail at um St was it St James's Park exhibition park anyway Newcastle doesn't matter if you don't live in Newcastle we went to the Northern Lights what else have we done we saw Santa at Beamish I just feel like we've had loads of lovely lovely days and then what else have I got coming up my son is going to start skiing lessons on the dry ski slopes on Saturday. So that'll be really cute as a new little Saturday thing for us to do. What else have we done? And then I'm going to go and see um, Wonka on Sunday with my daughter and I've booked the Everyman Cinema. So that's a lovely little treat. I don't know if you've ever been to an Everyman Cinema, but they are gorgeous and it really feels decadent when you go to that. And I feel like I'm in some sort of... I don't know, 1940s, maybe even earlier than that. It's it's really feels lovely. The the sofas, the chairs, the the blankets, everything. It's 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 a lovely, lovely thing to do when you go to an everyman cinema. So that'll be a real treat for us on Sunday. And then I've got Edinburgh booked at the end of the month for my my birthday's on January the 2nd. So you can't really do anything on January the 2nd. I'm sure you could. That's a lie. I take that back. I went to the pantomime. I did do something. But in terms of doing something, something. So my husband and I are both taking a day off work and we are going to Edinburgh for the day. And we've booked Dishoom. Dishoom's an amazing Indian restaurant. I literally go to Edinburgh just for Dishoom. It's the only one close to us. So that'll be adorable. And then I have a meeting booked in with my business partner next Thursday, which would be lovely just to catch up after the holidays, set our intentions. I'm also going to have a meeting with Danielle, my PA. We never see each other in person now. So we're going to have an in-person meeting this month and do a strategy for the year as well. So, so many lovely, lovely things that I've got booked in. Now, the other thing that I have booked in the diary is, and this is a, an announcement on here because I'm not, I haven't shared it yet. I don't think I can't figure out dates yet. I might have shared it, 
but I am hosting one of my free masterclasses. If you've never joined one and you are interested in becoming a coach, this is absolutely for you. I will be answering all of your questions, telling you what the industry looks like, how to get into the industry, how to become a coach, what it takes to become a coach, how to reframe your own mindset to do it. It's going to, it's going to be jam-packed, this training, and it's free and it's live and it's going to be on, two minutes as she checks the diary, it's going to be on the 23rd of January, um, probably about 7.30pm will be the time that I do that. So that's really good. I do four of those a year. So if you haven't joined one before, um, then and, and you're interested in becoming a coach, then please do join that. The link, if you head to my Instagram, just DM me the word masterclass and I will send you the link to sign up to that and to save your space. Normally I host it in Facebook, but I appreciate that there's a lot of people coming on Facebook now, so it won't be. So if you've never been able to join it before, it won't be hosted on Facebook. It will be a separate private link that you can attend and join. So I can't wait for that. And if you haven't, sorry, if you have joined it before, as always, there will be new content delivered. There will be so much value that you will get from it by just jumping on that in terms of resetting your own mindset as well. So I'm really excited for that. Now, what happens if you aren't in this space? If you aren't in this space that I am at where you've got lovely things planned in and you're feeling a bit low and you're feeling a bit down and you're feeling a bit jaded, then this is the episode for you. I hosted yesterday a graduate session. So what we have in the academy, once the guys are fully certified and have completed all their training as a, an unbreakable mindset coach, they have the option to join our graduate program. Now, it's not really a program, sorry. It's the graduate supervision. It's nothing additional that you need to do. It is support. That's what it's all about. The The part of the, the, the graduate supervision is to support them to scale their business successfully because most people are working full-time when they um, embark on the life coach certification. So it's making sure that they make the best of that certification and turn it into a profitable business that they can run full time if they so wish. So the graduate supervision runs once a month and they can join that and come on the live sessions and there's so much value in them. So I'll be answering any questions they have and they've all got different questions because they've all got different niches. They're all at different stages as well. So there's a ton of stuff in there, but the main bulk of the content, and this is what I want to share with you today as well, so you're getting insight into what I did with the, the graduates, which was a lovely, lovely session, was how to achieve your best year ever, okay? So what I want you to do, first of all, is think of where you are out of alignment. Now, if you're feeling flat and lethargic and like things aren't moving or it's just that time of year, then you are out of alignment. So let's have that as a little set point 
for you to check in with and notice where your mood's at, okay? Our body, our mind is a visual representation, a physical representation of how we mentally feel and how we mentally feel determines our outcomes. It is that powerful. So if you are out of alignment, you need to figure out how you're going to get yourself back into high vibrations, high energy. Now, these can be really, really simple things for you to do, okay? So like for me, I used to suffer really badly, can I just say as well, from seasonal effect disorder. I really did. And if I was to pull out my doctor's records, when I suffered from depression, the times I would go to the doctors and actually desperately need to do something about it to get medication or to see a therapist or whatever would have been around this time of year and the only time that stopped was when I saw my life coach when I found the therapy that worked for me it changed everything so what I'm trying to say with that is I appreciate that this time of year can be incredibly tough when your mindset's not in the right place to start with it layers on top and it pushes you under. So what I want you to do is start to think about things that you can do that are gentle on yourself to get you back into a higher vibrational state. Now, these can be as simple as changing your routine on a nighttime. So what do you do on a nighttime that makes you feel lethargic? Is it sitting on your phone and scrolling endlessly? Is it letting things get on top of you? Is it feeling overwhelmed? Is it not having routine and structure? Is it leaving things to the last minute? Is it not being organized on a nighttime that doesn't set you up for the next day? So start to have a little bit of a mental check-in. Where do days feel tough? What habits and actions do you know that you could implement now that would massively shift everything and it's really funny because my cousin who is one of the most beautiful souls in the whole entire world like God made her and like I pray that she, she does achieve this she's currently training as a nurse and I honestly think she will be nurse nightingale she's one of the I could get emotional talking about it. she's one of the nicest warmest kindest human beings in the world and she left me a voice note the other day and she's very into the power of now and this is a really good book to get guys right if you are interested in quieting your mind I would definitely suggest buying the power of now now it's a difficult book and it's really thin <laughs> but it is a difficult book um, as a caveat to that I would say that I bought The Power of Now, and I will be honest, I didn't read it, and I'm telling you to buy it. So what I would advise is buying, practicing The Power of Now. It's one of the best books that I have actually read. And essentially, it's The Power of Now is the book, it's the teachings. Practicing The Power of Now is the real practical side of things. And my cousin is really into The Power of Now. She gets it out probably once every four years, I think, just to get that calm, to get that mental clarity too. And, and one of the things, and she said this on the on the voice note to her, she went, I've just had the most amazing realization. She said, I know I'm always searching for that, 
that peace, that inner calm and that, you know, just sitting in a field and and looking at trees kind of calm. And she went, but I've realized that actually she went, it's about, it's about taking action, isn't it? And she was like, and that's what you teach, isn't it? And and she was so excited when she got it. And I was buzzing afterwards because I was like, yeah, like it's not just about creating that inner sense and that inner peace of calm. It's about taking action. And it's about having those habits and those structures in place that make us feel so good about ourselves. And for me to have two weeks off, I need to have structure. You know, I needed to be able to know what I was doing each day. I needed to be able to have things organized in order for me to be able to have those two weeks off. I didn't want to come. And to be fair, I've come into work today and there's not a whole heap that I need to do because I was so on top of it before I left. So that organization got me above my coping level. So I want you to start thinking about that. And this is only a small part of what I wanted to actually talk about in the, in this podcast episode, because I want you to get an alignment before we do the next bit. So take stock, What do you know you're doing that is sabotaging your mood right now? What do you know that you are doing causing you to feel like, the only way I can describe it, because this is how I used to feel, where it feels like there's an eternal rain cloud. You don't feel like you can get out from under it. And I promise you, the actions you take or don't take will determine how long you stay under that rain cloud. So use empowerment as the word that you're going to take from this. What are you going to do to empower yourself to come out from under that rain cloud? And things don't have to cost money. If you are not solvent at the moment, things don't have to cost money for you to feel good. You can reorganize a drawer in your house. You can... Go and look through some old clothes and reinvent your wardrobe. Like you might have a ton of old clothes that you could, I don't know, sell on vintage. Actually, I've got a funny story about that. I've been really encouraging my daughter to get, she buys from charity shops all the time, which is great because one, she doesn't have a great deal of money. So she gets a lot for what she's got. And, but then it means our room's bursting full of clothes. And I was like, look, if you keep selling your stuff on vintage, you can keep buying more stuff from the charity shops. So she did. But what it meant was after I'd done my graduate session last night, um, I was on the top floor. She was on, 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 in her bedroom on the bottom floor. And I texted her saying, um, I can't remember. I asked her a question about, oh, I asked her what she was doing on Saturday night. Cause she needs to sort her CV out. And I was like, can we sort your CV out on Saturday night? Cause she's going out tonight. Um, and she came running upstairs. She went, what are you on about? Why didn't you tell us you were finished your session? And I was like, why? And she was like, I need to post that stuff to Vintage. This is the last day I've got to post all my things out to, to the stuff I've sold. I was like, Jesus Christ, Fear, it's 10 past nine. It's 10 past nine. And you want me <laughs> to go to one of those lockers. So anyway, she got her clothes on. We both trottled out. For six pound, that's all she made, six pound, and I'm getting trekked out to one of those lockers at Morrison's. 
front of post invented parcels. But what I would say is I am buzzing that she's motivated to do it. And she is, do you know what? Turned a corner this month. She is doing exactly what I'm asking you all to do. Bearing in mind, she doesn't listen to me. <laughs> so I don't know where she got from because I've been telling her to do this for years. But she has a list. She's organized. She knows what she needs to do on a daily basis. She started doing yoga in the morning. This is not my daughter, by the way. Like, <laughs> she's not normally like this. She started doing yoga in the morning. She's putting stuff on vintage. Our room is tidy every night. I can't tell you the change in her mood because of those three actions that she's doing. Oh, she's also doing, I think she's doing like a chamomile tea on a nighttime as well to her, and she's wanting to try and get more sleep and feel more energized. Now, this is somebody who's not really enjoying her college course at the minute. She wants to change it. Um, she's a bit demotivated about it, like really sad about it before, before she broke up for Christmas and yet she's taken action. And I know what you're probably thinking, well, yeah, but she's got life coaches as a, as a mom. I promise you, she doesn't listen to us <laughs> until it gets really serious. On a day-to-day basis, she very rarely listens to any advice that I have. She's like, oh God, you're trying to coach us again. I literally make her skin crawl. <laughs> but God love it. And she's listening to podcasts, not mine, but she has started listening to podcasts as well. These little things are huge in her mindset and the things that she's wanting to change and how she's implementing them. So take stock. What can you do for you that doesn't cost you any money? That's going to get you out of your current state, get you out from under that duvet, under that rain cloud that is going on around you. Okay, so the next part of this episode that I wanted to go through with you is how to achieve your best year ever. Sorry, I'm jumping around loads. I'm just so excited to be back recording the podcast. I want you to pick. So if if you're not in that state and actually you're really energized, right? And you are like me, excited to be back into the swing of things. You love being in a routine. You're glad that everything's gone back to normal. The kids are back at school. Everyone's back at work. You can crack back on and get your routine in place. So whichever camp you're in, the next bit is going to be relevant for both of you. Uh, For both groups, rather. So I am looking at my iPad. If you're watching this on YouTube, I am looking at my iPad right now. How to achieve your best yeah, ever. Okay. So look at the goals that you've created on your vision board. And I want you to pick one for now. Just work on one. Don't try and work on loads at one time, right? Just pick one for now, but then you can do this process for all of them once they start to get momentum once they start to come to fruition you can start to use this process on all of them I want you to look at for that specific goal what data do you have on it right what have you achieved so far that's similar to this goal what if any have been any disappointments that you've have and what have you learned and what successes have you had, okay? So if I give you an example of this, if your goal was to 
oh God, it's such an easy one on us. Apologies if this is not related to it. Losing weight, okay? You will have data in the background of what you've done in the past to lose weight, what's been successful for you, where you've had any disappointments or what what was any setbacks or knockbacks where you've put the weight on and what have you learned from it. Because we're very rarely starting from scratch, ever. There's always something similar that we can pull on that we've done before that we can use the data from goals in the past, whether it's failed or or achieved, it's all data. Yeah, like I once spent £10,000 on marketing for my academy and made zero pounds. And I remember saying to a client who had nothing to do with the marketing side of things, he'd just been asking how, how it was all going. And I said, oh, I've made nothing from it. Like I've lost 10 grand. And he went, you've not lost 10 grand. He was like, you've spent 10 grand and learned so much. And I was like, wow, that's a light bulb moment. And he's so right. I have learned so much from that launch, that failed launch that I did that cost me 10 grand, that I will adapt and change and never do again. (laughs) But also it made me look at things completely differently. And I want you to see any of your perceived failures as data. They're not failures. This is all data that's going to go towards you achieving whatever it is you're trying to achieve right now. So there's people who start the academy and have tried other businesses in the past. And maybe they only got them to a certain point and then give up, or they've tried other courses and got to a certain point and give up. That's all data, because what point did you give up? What was the point where you went, actually, this isn't for me anymore? That is all data that you can process to figure out, right, well, what's the turning point? What do I need to change to be able to go over that hurdle? The next thing that I want you to think about within this particular goal, what do you need to stop doing for you to achieve this goal? What do you need to start doing? And then what do you need to either learn or test? Right? So if, what example can I give on this one? Social media, for example, right? If I was just starting out as a, as a coach, and I was doing social media and I'd never done social media before and it was all new to me. I'd only ever really posted pictures of my kids and my friends or it. Then if I started doing stuff and I'd pinned all my hopes on putting content out there and hoping it's going to yield a client and it doesn't, imagine how disappointed I would be. I would probably go, oh my God, this isn't work. I'm no good at it because my head's already saying this is going to be hard. I'm not going to be good at it. So when I don't yield the result, I would immediately give up. Whereas if my mindset was to go into that and think, right, I'm going to test loads of things out on social media to see what works for me, that's going to gain clients, that's going to gain interest. So, and to be fair, 
social media is a really easy one as a discussion because everyone has to change tactics on social media all the time. All the social media managers have to keep trying things because the algorithm changes and there's new trends and things like that. So there's always stuff that you have to test and adapt. But the point about that is if you see this as, do you know what, I'm just going to keep testing stuff and seeing what works. And then you'll figure out what lands. And then eventually you've got something that you can rinse and repeat, right? Now, that's a good example in a sense of you're testing something to see what works. But that should be the same with any goal, right? Any goal that you're doing, whether it's, um, I don't know, my, my daughter deciding her goal is to, to change her college course, for three weeks, we've been looking at the different, um, what's the word, apprenticeships that are out there. And there's nothing, nothing that she's interested in. And she could easily have given up and thought, right, well, I'll just have to stay doing what I'm doing, even though she doesn't really like it. But actually, we're starting to look at other avenues of what she actually interested in and then being really specific about when we put that in the search engine for that apprenticeship type and actually it's thrown one up which is amazing now I'm not saying that's going to be the thing that she gets or she does or whatever but had she have given up after those first three weeks she'd still be doing the same course but there's a determination there's a I mean I'm going to be there as well <laughs> don't Okay, yes, she does have a mom as a coach, so I will be there going, right, we can do this. <laughs> there will be something. We will find the thing that's going to be your thing. And I won't stop until we found her thing. So, yes, she does have me. But you can be your own me. You know, don't stop till you find the thing that works. And you've got to keep testing it. You know, if we just kept putting in apprenticeships near me, that's not specific enough for the things that she's actually interested in. So it's not throwing up the type of apprenticeships that she actually wants to do. It's throwing up things that are not of interest to her. It's throwing up the kind of, the ones where there's loads of these apprenticeships. So test things out. If it's not working and you're not seeing the desired results, you need to change what you're putting in the search engine. And that that means you know, apply that to everything, change what you're putting in the search engine, whatever that may be for your goal, for you to be able to achieve it. And then the last thing that I want you to do, because remember what we're trying to do is to get you in alignment with your goals. How do you feel about each goal? Oh, but, but, sorry, let's be specific. How do you feel about the goal that you're working on with this one that we're doing now? Where do you feel really confident and where do you fear failure? Now, as I say to my clients and the, the students in the academy is, we can acknowledge that and absolutely give it space. Give your fear of failure space. Hold it up in its entirety, okay? And acknowledge that you fear that failure, you fear that thing not working out for you. And then I want you to take action in spite of it. But the most important thing that I want you to do is to have a list of actions that you need to take. And I want you to review it because nothing ever works first time. When you throw something at a wall, it doesn't mean it's going to stick. You've got to keep throwing it and throwing it and throwing it. So have a list on a weekly basis of what actions you're going to take 
on this one specific goal and then I want you to review it. What worked, what didn't work, what do you need to change or adapt for next week? What do you need to change about the Google search engine, not the physical Google search engine? In terms of your input, what do you need to change about your input or your data to be able to get out the thing that you want to get out of? How do you need to look at it differently? And then lastly, you need to step into embodying what will it look like when you've achieved it? And I don't necessarily mean for you specifically, but as somebody who is X, right? So if you were, um, this is an easy one, right? So say, for example, um, I always used to talk about this with, with a client who was a, um, oh God, I can't remember what he did. Uh, I think he was a junior doctor, right? And we used to talk about that white coat moment, that time that he finished medical school and he got to put on the white coat, right? And, and that physical moment. Now, what does somebody who wears a white coat as a doctor or a surgeon or whatever think, feel, do every day? So I want you to put yourself in the shoes of somebody who's living your life right now. What do they do on a daily basis? What are they thinking on a daily basis? What are their actions? What are their routines, their habits, everything? Bottle it, because that is what you need to be doing on a daily and weekly basis to get the outcomes that you desire, okay? And lastly, please don't sit in the discomfort. You can change your outlook. You don't need medication to be able to get through sad disorder you need action at this time of year what we feel like we need to do as human beings is hibernate over under a duvet and do nothing until the sun comes out that will only make you feel worse this is the time of year and you'll see it you'll see it on social media here with friends and you'll probably hate them. <laughs> the ones who are excited about a new year, feeling buzzing about the goals that they've set. Make that you if it's not you already. Become excited about your year ahead. You get to live another year on this planet. How bloody amazing is that? That's huge, right? There are some people who would give anything to live another day and who never got a chance and who never got a chance to step foot into 2024. So how are you going to honor those people? Those people that you've known who didn't get a step into 2024. How are you going to honor them? And how are you going to honor yourself more importantly? I'm going to pause there for now because my voice is about to give up on me. Have an amazing week, everyone. As I say, if you want to sign up to the free masterclass, then please do so just drop me a dm with the word masterclass and i will send you the link to do so take care everyone have an amazing week thank you so much for listening to the unbreakable mindset podcast with me your host jude don't if you have enjoyed this episode then please do share with others and it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate review follow and subscribe on your podcast app this will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences and if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly please visit jude don't 
coaching.co.uk. The links will be in the show notes.